it's been forever. Oh my God, I don't even know. Like, there's just too much. Where you, where do you start? What happened? What's going on? <laughs> I know. It's been like two weeks, <laughs> and it's been it's been a it's been a journey. Um, just first off, this episode is going to be the start of our sister wives coverage. Whoop whoop. Um, but also, yeah, like we're coming back from you were on vacation. I was out of town with my kid and then unexpectedly stayed out of town longer. And then I had very traumatic uh, cat death incident. Don't want to say anything more about it, but it was not a great situation. So all of that, and then you were out of town and now you're back and now your baby girl's getting beat up at school. Yeah. So now, like, I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. I don't know what, like, what do we do? What? what? I, I know. Where you do we even Mama leave Bear. off? Mama Bear. I, I could have sworn that we actually recorded the first Sister Wives episode and we <laughs> never actually did. That's no, we did fun. not because it occurred. It was the Sunday I was coming. I had just gotten back from Blacksburg that day. Yeah. Because um, I was down and doing all that stuff with my kid. And so I had just gotten back, got myself settled and settled in to watch the premiere of it. You were getting ready to fly out of town. No, you still had a couple of days, right? Cause I, I did. Because I saw you like Monday or Tuesday for acupuncture. Right. And then... And then that's when the rest of my world went to hell with the with the animals, mm. whatever stuff. And then, yeah. So uh. <laughs> I have no idea what is happening, what ends up. So then I did end up watching this this week's episode, and then I rewatched it again tonight in preparation for this. But right. you know, we're here. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> late on a friday night <laughs> we're gonna get this we're because we're so excited we are very very excited about this season um and we're very excited about covering this season yes um, so new if you if you guys are new listeners to us if you didn't listen to us before or other shows or if you're just finding us welcome welcome to the broadcast um enjoy your stay pull up a chair <laughs> stay a while um and um yeah so I don't know. Do we just want to go into the shows? Do we want to like? Do you want to catch the the viewers up on why I might um, get arrested for trying to shake down yeah. a toddler? So um, <laughs> basically, my child loves her daycare and she does really well there. But this morning, yes. yeah, let me start with yesterday. I pick her up from daycare and I'm gonna call this kid Bob because I don't want to legally say this right. kid's name. Right, right, right. So right. we're gonna call kid Bob. She said, Mama, Bob hit me. And I'm thinking, now, okay. Mind, Kaya's like two and a two half. half. Two and a half, yeah. And she's got an incredible vocabulary. She's incredibly smart. She's incredibly mm-hmm. um, communicative. Yes. So she she knows what she's seen and things like that. Just yeah. Not so, that this requires any anything there. But. Right. Well, and the first thing that went through my head is kids hit. You know, two and a half year olds, they're going to well, hit each other sometimes. Not a huge deal, but I explained to her that, okay, I'm sorry he did that. That wasn't nice. We don't hit. Okay, mm-hmm. mama, fine. We moved on. Well, this morning at 1030 this morning, around 10 something. Did the daycare people tell you about yesterday's hit? No, because they may have not even seen it. I mean, she, okay. she just said he hit her. You know what I mean? So yeah, 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 yeah. They're two and a half. Um, 
Right, right. And Kyra's got a memory on her. She will tell you whatever. She's got some sass so on then, her too. So she may have, uh, I, you know, when you said she got beat up, I, I had to ma- read it to make sure, like I was reading it right, that she didn't beat up yeah, other children. Right. <laughs> that it was right. She's the one that got beat up. And that was actually kind of surprising to me, knowing Kaya's personality. But then I thought about it. I'm like, no, that's not surprising yeah, at all. No, she's so sweet to everyone else but me. She'll mm-hmm. hit me, but she won't hit anyone else. Right, right, right. So I got a call saying that there was an incident that a, another child hit her in the head with a toy. They were playing around and he hit her in the head with a toy. And they sent me a picture, you know, of the, her head. And there was a big bruise on the side of her head. Um, and they did an incident report. So they handled it right away. That was the side. Yeah. They called me right away. Well then, um, I didn't ask who this person was that hit her. So I didn't think about it until I got another phone call this afternoon or this evening at 5 PM saying that she was pushed into a bookshelf and hit her head again on the front. And now she has a big bruise on her head. And now I'm mad. Right. But I'm also still trying to process everything. Cause again, Chances are they're rough housing and things happen, but I was not the there. Same kid from yesterday, is right? The same kid, all three incidents. Why is she suddenly, even if it's three different kids, why is she suddenly, why is she in a position where she's getting pushed and shoved multiple times in a day? Right. Where's the staff? Where's the, so, you know, <laughs> exactly. So I asked these like supervisor at daycare, not her teacher, but the supervisor I said, Is it the same kid that pushed her? And she said, well, we can't, she can't really discuss that. Yeah, exactly. And she said, ask Kaya. She's like, hint, hint, ask your daughter who did this and she'll tell you. Mm. And so I did. And of course she's like, Bob did it. Bob didn't push me. Bob hit me. So now I'm like gritting, kind of gritting my teeth. And I'm like, I, I've always taught my daughter not to ever hit somebody, but I'm about to teach her self-defense because mama oh, bear is coming I'm, out. I'm coming. I'm right. coming over. <laughs> right. And so I, I I was in shock kind of and had to kind of process everything. And when I saw her and I saw the bruises, I was like, you know what? I'm taking her right away to urgent care. There's a pediatric urgent center around here. Mm-hmm. And worst case, she has a head injury, but I didn't think she did. But right. even still, I was like, I'm going to document the hell out of everything because mm-hmm. I'm not playing a game. Mama's coming for you. Oh, yeah. center, everyone like you know, I get it. Kids roughhouse and whatever, but this was malicious. No, and this kid like, has a history. I was like, Oh, once I talked to her daycare teacher, like the assistant teacher alone, she kind of spilled a bunch of the beans to me that she wasn't supposed to say. So I already know I have the inside scoop as so this child. Surmise that, that this kid, it's the same kid, all three yes. incidents and yep. he's bully and the parents know about the, the behavior, right? Uh, it's the typical, Oh, my child. What? Uh-huh. Huh? Mm-hmm. listen if i got a phone call and they said kaya hit somebody i would be mortified and i would handle it and right. I would say, what do i right. need to do what right. are the next steps not my child and i think that that's the problem with today like people need to own up to it i guess you know well, it's just mm. we have so this reminded me we had the same situation back when um baby frauded was kaya's age too so yeah. We were there and, and and he kept getting bitten and it turned out it was by the same kid, but we were getting the same exact same thing. Run around. Run around. They wouldn't tell us who it was. We were able to surmise that it was the same kid, you know, same kid. And, they, and, and 
you know, and they just kept telling us, well, you know, the, the other child has rights too. I'm like, what about the right to keep yeah. my child from, you know, my right, child's right to be free from harm? Right. Like, that should come before this other child's right to be disciplined in a way, whatever. Yeah. Like, there needs to be, like, you don't want to kick them out of the school. I get that, but like separate them or something. So I had, I didn't know what had happened. Um, so I had to actually, I texted his um, father my my ex and he's like i don't remember oh wait you know and then like i think it started to like yeah he's like i don't remember there being any consequences we just kept like we just got mad they kept sending notes and he kept getting bitten (laughs) that might have been like when we changed daycares because like another one was opening i don't know but yeah and like i know developmentally at that age kids hit and some kids bite But at the same time, they're right. And so I'm not, you know, hating on that. Like developmentally, I get that. But why be so right? Beating up Kaya, why are you not? He beat up the teacher too. He hit the teacher. Oh, keep the kid away from. Oh, like yeah. There's a lot more to the story, but at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm gonna protect my child, and if that means lowering up and seeing what my options are because the the you know head injuries i mean her head is bruised bad mm-hmm. i had explained to the doctor today what happened to my child and the doctor was mortified yeah the pictures that i saw like the first one you sent and then the second one you sent from the doctor place that had mm-hmm. the front on that i didn't see the first time i was jesus christ yeah like are you saying yeah. You're not sending her there again tomorrow, are you? Are well, you no, they're closed this weekend, but and oh, Monday yeah, they're closed. Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. I will say You're like, that no, it's a three-day weekend. <laughs> um yeah, I'll I'll see what happens on Tuesday if that if that kid is still there. Um, but I I am very much uh, like upset. Yeah. Very upset. Um, yeah. And we'll talk more about it, obviously, mm-hmm. because so that we would have <laughs> We would have recorded earlier, but I was at the urgent care center for three and a half hours getting your child's injuries documented from the yeah. the, the the bully that's beating her up at daycare for her uh, lunch money. Apparently, <laughs> dude, that's all paid for by the you know with your tuition. You don't need to do that. I know there's a chef. He makes them lunch and breakfast. You don't need to steal lunch money it's fine yeah Yeah. like you'll get your own but the kids also like teaching everyone curse words and stuff at two and a half years old so i'm like there's more going on in his yeah there's a lot yeah but in the meantime the 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 daycare is under an obligation to keep your child safe and the other children and they know this is this is you know this is the lawyer in me that goes right mama bear lawyer that's like this is a known problem this is a known problem known problem child who has done this it's been recorded and you're allowing the situation to be replicated. Like you're right. not removing the child, put the child in a different room. Like, you know, this child's danger to other children, at least to this child, you know, keep it away from that. Keep him away. That child, at least. Yeah. And then you don't know if they're going to pop off on one of the other kids. Like what mm-hmm. happened? Oh, listen, we're, Annapolis is a very busy area. All the daycares are full. They could replace that slot in a minute. So mm-hmm. I don't, if it's a tuition reason, I don't, I don't understand yeah. it, but yeah. I get it. Kids have rights, but at the same no, time, but, but, there's a no. repetitive offender and no, no consequences that I know of. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is this word. Yeah. 
So if anybody <laughs> has any, like if that's happened to you, please we're send gonna, me a message on social talk media. More offline. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I go from being triggered by seeing Cody's freaking ramen noodle head. Oh God. Dealing with this. And I'm like a lot of negativity today. <laughs> I need I some. I feel like I have Cody right ramen noodle head right now because I just got out of the shower. My hair's all wet. Your hair so, does kind of look like. And it's kind of like doing this because it's at this length that it is. It's kind of doing this curly thing. Oh, yeah. So it's like I kind of have like his. I need to go get it cut. I need to go see Lauren is what I need to do. There you go. Yeah. Um, it's way overdue. But um, anyway, we'll play. A, we'll play. Anyway. So Sister Wives. We're Sister back wives. from season 18. Now. No. So we didn't. <laughs> the thing about this season is like okay we knew like what we knew and when we knew it right like we knew towards the end of last season that you know christine had left right we knew that what we're seeing was like a year out of date right and we knew from the her social media we knew she'd already left him so we were watching it play out on tv and then this season like we saw some some snippets of it through the was it the reunion show or whatever not the reunion but the interviews tell-alls whatever where they all she they interviewed them all separately where we saw some spillage about whatever was happening with janelle and cody Mm -hmm. so we knew that this was going to play out and all this other stuff was going to play out now what we're seeing is basically the season 18 picks up basically where they left off and which is almost a year ago yeah so so it opens with them like Christine has left and it's before right before Thanksgiving, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where we're at. Like before yeah. we get into all the details about everything and this and that, like just in general, like coming into this, like, did you have thoughts, feelings, associations about just last what- season? Just like, yeah, like what we were going to see. Like, I like, I didn't know what we were going to expect. Like, I didn't know what we knew we were going to see stuff. They have the new logo with the ring falling off, but it's only one ring. But we also know that Janelle has left. So we're like, oh, God, what's, you know. How did I miss that? How did I miss the opening scene with the ring? Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I was not paying attention, I the guess. The new logo with the ring falling off? Didn't look at it. Didn't notice. And any it cracks. Box. And it goes, uh, yeah. It's, oh, it's great. I'm it's, wondering how they're going to do a full season of this with just the same drama or i mean like you said yeah that's what this is what i'm wondering is like because we open with basically picking up where they left off but we're we're actually seeing in the first episode was basically what we saw last season last season but from the other side the other point of view like the women the other side like you know originally you filmed it from like the cody side right and then you film turns out they were filming Janelle and Christine and stuff this whole time that whole time which is what we sort of suspected yeah um when we were seeing some pictures pop up and stuff and then they confirmed that they were in fact filming so Mm -hmm. um, I can't wait to meet Christine's boyfriend on tv I'm sure he's gonna come on at some point yeah 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 maybe Um, so so that's where we're at right like this is where we're at we pick up where we left off but we're seeing at least the first part of it is we're seeing it what we've seen already but from a different filming angle 
different interviews. So, which I thought was really interesting. So not a lot happened that that episode. No, but, but I could do a recap that I typed from last season. So we're talking about season 18, <laughs> episode one, no such thing as a free lunch. So to recap, Cody and Christine are talking and he says intimacy is conditional. <laughs> Shocker there. Um, Cody talks to Mary and says, you want to be with me, but you're not courting me. And she says he's not making any effort. So what? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, Cody is talking to Janelle saying that he has someone in his life that is fundamentally loyal to him and (laughs) sees him as the head of the family and says to Janelle that she could have that if she's loyal to him. So we see, we we hear a lot of loyal words being thrown out. Which will not be the first time we hear that. (laughs) He then goes on to say that they haven't acted like a married couple for most of their marriage, which we didn't really know about that detail, I don't think, until recently. Or him and Janelle. Him and Janelle. And we see Janelle and Cody fighting and Janelle walking off while he's yelling at her. So that was kind of a recap of last season. Nobody's being loyal to him except for Robin. Nobody's treating him like the King Cody he should be. And remember, intimacy is conditional, everyone. Based upon your loyalty and yeah, it's really sick. It's really, really sick. He will dole out his love and respect as appropriate, you know, in response to your, whether or not you're, um, this would be a lot funnier if you could see my hand gestures where I'm trying to like be like the royal court, you know, where he's like, kiss the ring, kiss the ring, you know. Yeah. He'll do well, it. sounds like Christine was like kissing his ass the entire marriage until she wasn't. And that's what you know what was interesting is like in upon rewatching it, and I don't remember where in if this was recap or what it was, but that you know, saying that he wasn't always basically wasn't always a dick. Like he used to be a good father and he used mm-hmm. to be like more involved and things like that. So, although the, depending on like when they. T- I don't believe he wasn't always a dick. I think they were just too distracted with all the thousands of kids they had to even. As be able Janelle to- point out, pointed out now that their kids are gone, <laughs> like out of the right. house, like now what? Um, typical, right? Um, but what was I going to say? Oh, sorry. I'm going to interrupt you. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I don't even remember now. Uh, that he wasn't always a dick and that Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and that basically, you know, and they've all they've all pointed, you know, narrowed it down to it's when Robin came in, joined the family. The dynamic yeah. of the family changed, everything changed. And and of course, Cody, as he points out on on camera, he's like, you know, it was when we went public and then it was all that. It wasn't Robin coming into the marriage, but no, it all that all happened at the same time. And mm-hmm. it really was, you know, Robin coming into the marriage that changed the dynamic. And he and Robin just flat out refused to see it, you know? And it's just like how, how they're they're view their narration of the events um it's just really interesting to me because like in order to have like a what like a normal discussion or you know disagreement on something you have to agree at least on the basic premise right the basic facts of the situation and and if they're not viewing you know that the same like if they don't agree on the ground rules then of course they're not going to agree on the source of of the marital problems if they can't agree on the marital situation itself anyway continue please yeah 
So that was the recap. And then we see, <laughs> we see kind of them catching us up on what happened, but in the present season. So Cody was kicked out of Christine's house. Mary hasn't had a relationship with eight years. Janelle and him what are fighting. Do? I don't know. Yeah, this giant house. What the hell does she do all day? I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. Besides and then we overcharge see... people to be dicks to them on like social media. <laughs> <laughs> and then Janelle and him are fighting. They don't know what to do about the holidays. Mm-hmm. So we see the trailer is finally going away for winter storage. And this brings us to the point where Janelle's been talking about buying or building a house for three years. It hasn't come to fruition. So she's finally rented an apartment. What are your thoughts on this? So, so this whole thing was interesting to me, you know, it's because, you know, her whole thing initially, you know, she got the trailer because, you know, she just doesn't want to keep buying houses and Cody always wants to buy all these houses and, and 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 even in the recapping of it, well, if she had just bought the house, it would she wouldn't have had to move and you know whatever. It's always whatever Cody wants is whatever. So, so she's just like she doesn't want to buy a house because she wants to get onto the property and start doing stuff. And she decided, you know, they can't do the big property build, so she's going to build this little casita on her portion of the property, which you know what she will know because there's all this stuff about you can't sub zone it until that's paid off in full and they can't pay it off in full because they bought Robin's McMansion and, and, and Janelle knows all this because she paid all the bills. And so she's like, it's my turn, you know, where's my money? Where, where can we start the build? And they're like, Oh, we have no money for that. So now she has to get an apartment. She can't live in the, the fifth wheel trailer thing. So she's getting the apartment and I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I I don't want her to start building, though. I don't want her to start building because we want her to leave unencumbered. But she's getting her ducks in a row. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, a part of me is wondering, like, if she's just waiting because she knew it wasn't going to work out, like, it, subconsciously, mm-hmm. you know, not intentionally, like, thinking, hey, I'm not going to build. But maybe it was just in the back of her head somewhere somewhere down in there that she just didn't want to live there because like i mean she's got all the plans done up she paid to have the plans done up and all this stuff and she you know wants to get out there she can't do it now because it's winter and they can't start construction in the winter so yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's God doing for her what she cannot do for herself because she would have been on that property and then, you know, now she wouldn't have been, you know, she wouldn't have been as unencumbered or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I think um, definitely a blessing in disguise for her. But I also think that, you know, just like in COVID, they had the opportunity to sort of see how it was going to be without him. Yeah. Like now she's got this other place that's really just her. It's just a small little apartment because the kids don't live there anymore. So she doesn't even have really a house for him to come. Like, he, I guess maybe he would, he will come over sometimes. Maybe. And maybe. And, um, but, but it's like just hers. And, and now with Christine, her bestie with her new life, like, 
this will give her the opportunity to see what it's like more, even more so, like having mm-hmm. left. So because she's got Christine to sort of show her that side. And then she's in this apartment that she's not with her kids. And this is what it would be like without, you know, hmm, I wonder. Because, you yeah. know, what I mean? so so I think it's good for a lot of reasons, but she just doesn't realize it yet. Yeah, I agree. Well, then we see Janelle says since COVID, her and Cody have been struggling. Cody felt like Janelle's boys weren't being safe. And that is what one of the triggers were for the kids not talking to Cody, which we've heard over and over again. And again, it's a miscommunication because it's not necessarily about the COVID rules. Mm -hmm. It It was more about the treating Robin and her kids differently than than the rest of them and different rules and different kinds of things and yeah they were they didn't like the same rules that yeah. they but but then it sort of started stemming from that and that's the underlying resentment that they all have issues with as is what spiraled out of control in that text conversation that they talk about yeah and then we hear garrison calling about the time that garrison called robin and asked for their, his dad back since he hasn't been around <laughs> but then Cody turns around and says, like, he feels Robin has been wronged through all of this. Robin. And and he's like, what went wrong with me and Christine is my me and Christine has nothing to do with Robin. And it's like the fact that you don't see that. Yeah. Is is one of the fundamental problems is that you mm-hmm. don't see like. It doesn't mean she meant to like disrupt it, but she did her yeah. coming in. For a variety of reasons, and you and I have talked about this for however many seasons we've covered this now, right? Like, you know, like he, he probably, you know, he meets her and like has like real love with her that he doesn't have with the other wives, and then the other wives suddenly are like, "Oh, wait a minute, that's what real love is." Oh, I don't have to live like this, and you know, and then they see it, and then he doesn't treat them right, and then you know everything spirals, and now we have a favorite wife. <laughs> exactly and even the yeah well this is where how much of a douche cody is so cody says that he wants janelle well i'm sorry janelle says she's gonna visit maddie for thanksgiving and cody says he gets it he gets it she wants to visit their child but he is upset that she isn't there for him while he's upset going through his divorce with christine okay can we first talk about robin stepping up for cody because because this just reminded me of how much robin was talking about oh he's going through it so hard and so hard Mm. but that reminded me that when mary came over to talk to robin she like had wrapped her in a blanket and gave her cody's coat because she wouldn't bring her inside to film (laughs) had her like wrap her in blankets and cody's coat which she made made her give back right because she couldn't talk to her inside the freaking house which they filmed in later, no problem. You just can't have, I don't know. What is yeah. weird? And the mayor like, chivalry. I remember when Cody gave me his jacket back in 1978. I don't know the year. Yeah, I'm joking, <laughs> not saying anything. Like, Can you make it feel like Cody's hugging you? I can smell the nasty and Cody scent all over this leather. This leather <laughs> Tell me if you guys remember Dracar Noir from the next. Okay. Nope. 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 Yeah. I think that was before you were born. 85? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, yeah. Uh, 
So then Christina showing off her house in Utah and how happy she is after leaving Flagstaff. We see Cody pointing out the fact that Janelle and Christine are close with one another, but not with the rest of the family. So he's upset about that and freaking out because he knows they're talking about him probably. Yeah. And it, oh my God. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, just, I can't, I can't with him. I can't. Uh huh. And it's interesting that Christine and Janelle's relationship has grown even closer since Christine has left Cody and since mm-hmm. the COVID has happened and everything. Mm-hmm. And we see Christina at Janelle's apartment, and she says she still considers Janelle her sister wife, even though she's not married to Cody. And Janelle admits that when Christine came into the family, she thought she was a princess and didn't get her. (laughs) Which I think is so funny, and I think you can I can totally see Christine being that way. Oh yeah, I do like how like they are just calling out on this season like the stuff that we've been screaming at the tv for the last like five seasons right six seasons about how robin's the favorite and everybody sees it but then why can't they just see that that's what the issue is and now they're saying it they're mm-hmm. saying that quiet part out loud right <laughs> finally you know and now it's robin and cody that are sitting in their own little echo chamber right and not not seeing the bigger picture when everybody else is seeing the bigger picture finally yeah yep so instead of screaming at the tv it's like yay yay exactly christine write a self-help book your level of insight is amazing it's aisha from below deck (laughs) Um, amazing well christine and cody are talking about holidays and and the boys i'm sorry well cody wants to have a holiday experience where they don't get angry with one another and that's why he wants to talk to the boys first but christine and janelle are saying no that's not why he wants to talk to the boys first he wants them to apologize and basically beg for forgiveness is kind of what they were saying and this i'm like just see your kids cody see your kids angry whatever don't care see your children what why are you putting that on them jesus like yes you can teach them about whatever communicative skills but like i hate putting adult issues onto children like that exactly still your children you still are their parents like stop Mm -hmm. oh god trigger 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 yep (laughs) and let's be honest who's not going to get angry at one another during a holiday experience when there's like 40 people in the family oh my god are you You somebody's gonna be mad there's gonna be a fight i know right except for they 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 were all like oh no we're all good right like you Mm -hmm. don't have like drunk uncle tony in the corner (laughs) (laughs) or do you and they they just don't admit it i don't know maybe 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 that's why they don't feel i don't know somebody (laughs) has a flask i don't know (laughs) (laughs) well then cody in his malicious and stabby in the kidneys way says to christine that she's breaking up the family that's what he keeps saying about her yes um when in reality we all know that christine did not break up the family correct and then cody continues on his bullshit talk about how the wives undermining him is the reason why he can't be a leader and I'm like, right. what? He's like, continuing the same thing, the same tired storyline from last season that, yeah, it's because he, you know, didn't manage his, at least he admits now, he's like, I didn't manage my family properly, therefore they don't respect me. I'm like, do you even see here the levels of like 
misogyny and like abuse built into that yeah just that statement oh crazy and then janelle says she can't be in a full relationship with him if he's going to be estranged from her kids well no freaking shit right exactly obviously right and what woman would put her husband before her children i don't know but i can tell you my kid is always going to come first Mm mm-hmm Oh, so, yeah. Mary says that her relationship with Cody is only when she sees him at Robin's house and <laughs> that she talks to him once in a while. And she said that friends talk to each other more than him and her talk to one another. So I'm like, why is she even here? Yeah. If I had a friend like that, I mean, there are certain friends that I talk to every once in a while and we just pick up right where we left off. Right. But I don't feel like cody and robin are at that place where they no, just no and even cody says it. it's like i don't know why she's still in flagstaff like why doesn't she move to utah to run the b&b like <laughs> he's like oh yeah well, i'm working on this with janelle christine's gone and then there's just uh mary oh, i don't know i don't uh, know that's literally what he said like i i don't know like yeah. what <laughs> can you imagine being the recipient of that type of like talk and like, i don't know like, about you so i don't know about you i don't know about you katrina I don't know. I'm indifferent. I don't hate you. I don't like you. I don't know. I don't know. Just you're there. Sure. What kind of? How would that make you feel? I I couldn't. I couldn't. I got ah. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, a lot of us. I feel like that's yeah, but that's worse than telling. I'd rather have somebody tell me they don't like me than saying like I don't know how I feel about you. Like that to me is less. Yeah, I couldn't care any less about you. You're here, right? At least if you hated me, there'd be emotion involved. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm thinking. You know, I've been in relationships where I knew it was over when I didn't even have any feelings mm-hmm. or anything. Like I was indifferent. And that's right. when I know it's done. Yeah. Um, there's nothing left to fight for at that point. Yeah. Okay. But, You're mad at me. Okay. Don't care. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Mary is talking about last year's Thanksgiving and how it was small because it was just Cody's family. Cody and Robin, I should say. <laughs> And their kids. And I'm like, why would you go? What? Where is your daughter? I, I don't know if her daughter is. Son. No, he, yeah, son. But then they were. What was the? Oh, oh yeah. Because this is before. This episode aired before she transitioned, right? Before Leon she, became Leon. Yes. Right. That's why they were saying she. That's why I yeah. was typing that yes. up. Okay. That's why they called them, I think, Mariah. And right. Referred so to this, them. Yeah. This was a while ago then. Yeah. My God. Like, yeah because i think we even at the beginning of the season last season said the same thing it's like the the time frame isn't like i don't think that you know mary's not intentionally dead naming her it's just that at this point in the filming there hadn't been that right hadn't come out yet so leon leon and audrey are now married okay yeah so she's not spending thanksgiving with her child right she's spending with robin and her kids and I'm like, okay, whatever. Teach his own, I guess. But Anger on. Anger on. I would rather spend time with somebody that loves me than somebody who doesn't, but that's just me. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Mary says Cody used to like his turkey, but now he likes Robin's better. And he did sign up for liking everybody's turkeys. And that's when I threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> you know, you, he used to like her turkey, but maybe he, but he likes Robin's turkey better. Maybe it's because it's more moist. <laughs> <than Mary's turkeys. laughs> Juicy. 
just make her make you throw up even more because <laughs> she started talking about it in I'm that dead. context and i was like oh no dad i tell you dad no. yikes <laughs> i i didn't want to talk about that anymore i had to take you that note about robin's moist turkey no <laughs> i don't or the rice crispy turkey I, I i just i can't i'm done oh well then we see christina cody meeting at a mexican restaurant to talk about stuff and Cody's not sure how he feels about meeting up for lunch and doesn't think he's in a great place to do so. They give each other an awkward hug and say it's good to see each other when reality is they're really not happy to see one another. <laughs> Christine doesn't give a fuck, though. That's what's great. Is she's just like, whatever. Okay. Yeah. She literally cannot care less about that. Yeah. And I thought about you like, because you, you said the thing about... Cody saying he was disgusted by how Christine was eating nachos a long time ago and now yes. she's eating nachos again. Yes. Do yes. you think she did that on purpose? Oh hell yeah, she did. She <laughs> totally did because when when all of this started coming out last season and stuff or whatever, everybody was like posting all these nachos memes and all these things, like eat your nachos girls, because like they kept replaying him saying, Yeah, I remember seeing it. Like I wasn't even turned on by her. You know, I wasn't even attracted to her because she kind of turned me off because she was eating nachos and looked kind of fat like a pig or something like that. It was something really, really horrific. Oh, yeah. And so they're that they're at a Mexican restaurant. You know, she picked that shit out and she ordered nachos. I was like, she is my fucking queen (laughs) for doing that. The level of like petty in that was like, Mm -hmm. and then she paid for it, too. She oh, did she? She totally. She paid the bill, and he didn't have one in front of him, so it wasn't like it was like two, and like they split it or anything. Yeah, that was like a big f you. Mm-hmm. She was like, she, she don't, don't need no man. Fuck. Yeah. Oh. Anyhow, <laughs> we then see that Christina in her interview was saying that the family tra- traditions had stopped when Robin came into the family, but she's not necessarily <laughs> blaming Robin. Robin. Yeah, ramen. Robin. Ra- I said ramen. No, oh. I thought you said ramen. Oh, <laughs> you said ramen. I thought you said ramen. I heard ramen. I'm not enunciating. No, no, it's just me. You need to do that thing to my ears to clear out all the whatever. What do you do? The thing when you you do the ear canaling thing and all the like the wax strips out. I've never done that before. Is well, it good? do it i need it to, done to my ears next time you come i see you next week oh i don't know how to do that well figure it out You've got a week <laughs> between now and then less than a week between now and then oh figure it out. my you god too. no you too <laughs> you're funny you <laughs> are funny um then we see robin saying that she thought coming into this marriage was a safe place for her kids to be and Cody says for the first 20 years, the family was dysfunctional, but that they all thought they could and would be more functional. I'm like, what? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. They've been not functional since Robin has been in the family, which has been, oh, I don't know, 18 seasons of the goddamn show. So we're talking 18 <laughs> years, probably, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, then Mary's saying... The, um, she keeps getting asked by people why she's staying in the marriage. Is it because she can't get into heaven based on her <laughs> religion? 
faced without him. Yeah. Yeah. Without him. And she's like, no, I still love him and I'm still honoring the commitment, but it's because of love. And then she goes, I, yeah, I want to spend eternities with him, plural. And I'm thinking he doesn't even want to talk to you now. Do you think he wants to talk to you in the afterlife? (laughs) Right. He's going to be running away from you in the next lifetime. You want to spend how many eternities with him ignoring you? Like, (laughs) oh my, what a lonely life. Giving all your money to him? Like, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Robin is crying now over Cody being discouraged because it's all about him. Everything's about him. He's it's upset. so hard. It's so hard for Cody. Poor it's Cody. It's poor Cody. Yeah. He's really going through it. Really. He's really going through it. Sorry. And that's the perfect example of why he loves her the most is because she it's all about him. Mm-hmm. She worships the ground he walks on. Mm-hmm. So Mary says that she has Robin's back, even if she disagrees with some of the stuff she does. Which I don't understand their relationship. I don't get it. Yeah. I think so. They have always gotten along. Like yeah. I remember like their connection in the in the early days, like and how like Robin was gonna be a surrogate for Mary. Right. For Mary to have more kids, you know, when she was giving birth to like Solomon or something. Um, and it was just like they have this great relationship. I wonder if part of that is because Robin doesn't see Mary as a threat to her her world with Cody because it's very clear from the get-go, even way back then, that their relationship was not what robin's relationship is it took janelle and christine and all that you know longer to figure it out but i wonder if subconsciously robin that's part of what robin and and mary's attraction is although i don't know maybe i think mary is hoping that some of her if she's like loyal to robin Uh, then then cody will be like crawling back because everybody you know he's constantly like you're not nice enough to the sister wives and so if he's if she's nice to his favorite then some of his admiration will wear off on her maybe yeah maybe likes of it i don't know that actually makes a lot of sense a lot of people think that robin is vindictive and she's manipulative with trying to get all of cody's attention i still don't agree with that I don't I, think she does it in like with I think she is manipulative and all that but I don't think she does it intentionally with like this mean nefarious way of doing it like her worldview is really fucked up. Oh yeah, definitely. And what she thinks marriage is and what she thinks plural marriage is and all this stuff and she's never like I think like Christine pointed out she's never Robin's never really lived you know plural marriage because her last marriage wasn't right she never took on anybody else before she that marriage broke up you know the father of her kids and so then she came into this relationship and this relationship you know she had it all in her you know hearts and her eyes about what this was gonna be you know and her i wanted to be with my sister wives on the porch when we're old you know mm-hmm. Um, so she has this idea literally on the porch because they can't come in because of COVID in 30 years. Right. <laughs> right. They can't come in the house. Because <laughs> COVID. Because COVID 53. Um, <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, 
you know so so like um she's you know she's just never what was i talking about talking about her or never living plural marriage yeah yeah so she's got this relationship with him um that she thinks that he has with all the other wives because she has it in her eyes like she has this idealized version of what this this whole relationship is and this family is and she talks about i never saw it i never saw it no you didn't because you you're not in their marriage you don't see that his interactions with janelle and christine in the bedroom or when it's just the two of them when it's just private like their connection isn't what you guys have right robin assumes that what he has she has with him he has with all the other wives and she just doesn't she refuses to see it it's like what does they say like if you're wearing rose colored glasses there are no red flags yeah you know they're all rose um so she i think she has this idea of what it was like and so this totally blew her up you know blew blew up her world because she's like oh my god what like i don't see anything that would be a deal breaker um because to her what she saw on the surface was this idealized version of what this plural marriage is supposed to be and she was like this is what's wrong with this she doesn't see that it is really a relationship that what she has isn't what they have and that's why it's a deal breaker for them yeah thank you for letting me share no thank you for what sorry <laughs> that's what we say in uh, our 12-step meetings like when you're done sharing you're like thanks for letting me share oh that's really sweet you're you're welcome katrina anytime <laughs> i'm on your podcast but okay <laughs> no it's our podcast <laughs> that is i guess it is ours now yeah uh what else happened okay so then mary <laughs> let's take okay. a quick break right now yeah. <laughs> after all that and then uh we'll be right we'll be right back Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me and it's not going to fit right and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. All right. So we then see Cody talking about Christine's kids coming over for the holidays. And he says that he wants them to test for COVID before they enter the house. 
And Christine's like, they've already had COVID. Every, almost You've had all. COVID. Everybody's had COVID. You still want us to test? Yeah. <laughs> They're going to school and stuff like that. It's like, okay. Um, <laughs> but notice she doesn't say no. She's right. still like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then she says the whole world revolves around Cody and him being sick. Because he's like, when I had COVID, <gasps> I was in the fetal position. And she said for 27 years. Listen, I think we both can agree that when men get sick, typically it's like the man flu. Yeah, it's man flu. Right. right, 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 right. Yeah, I have I'm yet familiar. to see a guy be like, "Oh, let me go 100 percent and not complain and whine." Meanwhile, us mothers and women are like, "I remember Kaya and I had COVID at the same time. I had 103 fever, and I was still cooking and taking care of her. I was, yeah. I thought I was dead. I really did. Yes, thought I was dying." Why? But yeah. we just do it. We just we do, do it. it. Yeah. Remember, I'm married to a mediocre white man. <laughs> yeah. He gets the man flu. When he gets <laughs> sick, he doesn't just get sick. He gets the man flu. And he's the man flu. He's down for the count. Yep. He dies. Yep. And um. anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. Cody's like talking about all the fetal position, yada, yada. And then Christine is laughing and saying she's not married to him anymore. And it's so freaking awesome. That's kind of how the episode ended. Yeah. I um yeah I captured that um on a recording yeah she looked so happy all right so <laughs> then we go into episode two thanks for nothing and here comes Cody again talking about how Christine is pitting the children against him and now she's mad she's like that's not true and she's their sounding board is what she said yeah she's there for her kids now like I think he's just personally digging at her just to get her a rise out of her Right. Well, this is like like all of last season and probably the season before he spent like every episode was some new excuse or reason why Christine was the worst. Right. Whether it's, you know, he's keeping the children from her or whether she's bringing the children to him too much or, you know, whether she exists in his universe or whether it's, um, you know, this, that or the other thing, you know, she... It, she could be like farting you know unicorn sprinkles and it wouldn't it wouldn't matter because it was you know the wrong color sprinkles for oh, yeah you know um so so it's like on that line he's like doing that again and it's like you know you're weaponizing my children against me or whatever the word he's using yeah. you know but he's like you have to talk to my children and she's like, no, talk to your children yourself, right? Like Janelle has said this to him and, mm -hmm. and whatever. So either he's complaining when he's told to talk to them directly or he's complaining because the moms are interfering too much or they're not interfering enough, like whatever his whim is, you know? Right. <laughs> it's like he's, that's what's happening again with him right now. So he's doing that thing again. It was like, let me pull something out. And oh, it's because you're keeping my children from me and you're filling their heads with gobbledygook you know and she's like no they're adults and they have issues with you and i listen to them <laughs> mm -hmm. because i'm their soft place to land as their mother like that's my job <laughs> yep and then christine goes on to say i think about him less than he thinks i think about him which <laughs> i think is very powerful because he is just losing his shit knowing she's moving on and she's happy and i feel like he wants her to think about him oh god yeah 
like he doesn't like part of this why he's so angry with christine is because she doesn't spend her life bowing down to him you know being loyal as it were right you know and and i think honestly i think most people when they realize like how little other people think about them like it's not about you dude <laughs> like cody it's not about you anymore i know she doesn't think about you anymore like the amount she, no <laughs> and he just cannot handle it he can't he can't mm-hmm. a bit of ego or his really big ego is getting squish 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 <laughs> exactly which is ego mm-hmm. well Cody says him and Christine's relationship was bad because of them and not because of Robin. And I'm like, are you stupid? Well, that, that's not <laughs> Are you stupid? But I'm like, obviously it's because of Robin. Like, And again, if you can't agree on the underlying things about the dynamic of the family changed when Robin joined the family, like if you can't agree on that basic premise, then you're not you're you know you can't even get started right whether you blame her or him or how you know you've got to work through all that stuff but like the fact is is the dynamic did change that yes it was also when they went public that was also at the same time those were all you know co-occurring events right Mm -hmm. like co-occurring events so (laughs) well you can't agree on that then you can't have a discussion about it I think it's so funny that he said he wanted to do breakup counseling, which is something I've never heard of. Uh, maybe grief counseling. So heard of it, that, like right. for co-parenting reasons. I get co-parenting, yeah, but yeah. I've never heard it being termed breakup counseling. Yeah, yeah. And he says grief counseling, so she won't talk about bad about him to the kids. So I'm like, his end goal is not about healing their relationship. It's making sure he has some sort of power and that looks good. Right. And that she doesn't talk bad about him. That's what I got from that. Yes, exactly. And she's like, he's been talking about wanting to do counseling or or going off and on. Like we can flash back to this exact same episode last season where she's, he's like, this is all hitting me out of the blue. Why don't we go to counseling? She's like, great, let's go. And they still haven't gone because yeah. yeah. And so she's like, yeah, yeah, great. Let's go. And then, She's like, we'll never go. It'll never happen. He's been saying this for years. So no. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Robin I says. Love, I love how she can teach a master class in how to handle him. Right. Instead of getting in an argument with him about, well, you're not going to go anyway. And da, 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 she's just says like, okay, great. And he loses control. Shut him up, but it doesn't matter. He wants to fight and he wants to be in power and he wants to be in control. And so if you don't if you don't give him that power, then mm-hmm. he's gonna grasp at any kind of straws to try to regain it. Yep. Well, Cody says there's no way for him to enjoy Christine's company <laughs> after she said she wanted to maybe be friendly or friends later down the road. <laughs> Can't even stand to look at her face. You're right. Well, she <laughs> hasn't he, he hated looking at her face before. Yeah, no. So I'm like, what what's changed? What's changed? Mary says that Cody just keeps getting angrier and angrier over the years. And that's no shocker. He's losing control and power and everything over his family. Just so angry all the time, which tracks a lot too with what the kids have said. Because the kids have started really spilling. Now, I haven't been tracking this all a lot yet. 
um, just because we are only two two episodes in this season, but apparently a lot of the kids now have been coming out a lot more since like last season. And I think it's all starting to happen more now because obviously Sister Wives is in the zeitgeist, right? But they're coming out and talking about how abusive he's been, he always was and all of these these stories. I think it's mostly over on TikTok. So I need people who've watched the like TikTok. emotionally abusive or what what are they saying about that Both. physically and yeah really yeah and i need somebody who's been watching this stuff to like help me break it down or maybe appear on the show and help break down what the kids are that would be great we need somebody on here who has been following all of the kids social media stuff probably somebody younger than me because it's like you know the ticky talk the ticky talk the ticky talk talk um and stuff but there's a lot coming out you know we were saying the kids need to write a book well they're not writing a book they're just going on their social medias and being like yeah this scene or mm," you know or whatever and how several of them are getting married without cody being there because they don't want him there and about the abuse and stuff. So yeah, I would love a ro- to do a roundup of things that the kids have said. So we'll see about, see if we can track somebody down. But if you guys, if any of you guys reach out to us, reach out to us on um, Instagram at frauded media for me or at Lexi Nicole 85 for the doctor over there. Okay. <laughs> My <Well> doctor. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great that we got to see Maddie and Kayla buying their first house and we see the grandbabies and they're so cute. And now I'm like, yes, positivity. Let's see some babies. Let's see, you know, the children. Family dynamics that they're showing in all of these. Despite where they came from, the kids are all like, they seem to have much healthier family dynamics than maybe a lot of other people have on Thanksgiving. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Christine says she's going to Thanksgiving with Aspen and Mitch and it's at Mitch's family's house. So they didn't have the cameras there, but it was great. And we see Peyton, who I haven't seen in a while, I feel like, making tapioca with Christine. So... The thing with Peyton, and this again is where we're going to need our help of our roundup person. Um, one of my friends, Melissa, actually watches a lot of their stuff and tracks a lot of that stuff a lot better. For, so maybe she can help me on this. There were there was a, something that Peyton, I think it was Gwen, that has alluded to some kind of abuse situation that happened a long time ago with Peyton. Where like Peyton hit her, something like that. There was something, what? yeah. And it's never been clarified, as far as I understand. Um, no one's ever like whatever. Like no one's well, come like out. when they're young. Like I hit my when brother too. Younger, I don't know. I don't okay. know. So the thing is, there's no, there's no real, there's no confirmed details on it because they won't talk about it. But it had something to do with where. And I guess Peyton was starting to get older anyway, but in like aging out of the family because, you know, Cody likes to kick his kids out because it's yeah. the, the, especially the, the men, the fundamentalist Mormon in him kicks the boys out at 18. Um, They might compete with uh, with him for Aurora's attention. Oh, <laughs> no. Anyway. <laughs> oh, Lordy. I don't mean in a sexual way. I mean, in just a, his loyal subjects way. Oh, OK, yeah, that makes you know sense. What I mean? Um, I'm not going in there. I don't uh, no. Mm, there's there's people who will go that dirt. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Anyway. 
anyway um so the yeah so this thing happened with Peyton there was something where they wouldn't film together anymore they wouldn't be together in the same rooms I don't know any of the details because they're never been confirmed as far as I know and then we know he went off and joined the military and da, da, da. we he was starting to do so he was part of why I was thinking about this is because he was going live on the Tiki Talk mm-hmm last season several times talking about different things where he was talking about different abuse or things with 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 cody so i think it's really interesting now that they he's on the show because now we definitely need i want more of this tie-in because like what has he said what has Peyton said and i wonder if like when he filmed this episode was when he was also going live with his like reveal the details you know what i mean yeah huh. interesting so yeah we definitely I wonder if those videos are still up on oh, his... um, yeah because i think i reposted i reposted part of it because like yeah and i don't repost i don't i don't know it might this season just because there seems to be a lot more of them um but i need i need some help curating that stuff from the tiktok from the sister wives tiktoks um i need somebody to help me curate that so i need anyway we'll mm-hmm. figure that, all that out but yes Peyton, they show Peyton making this comfort food which i love this scene because having just left my kid you know down in, you know for his sophomore year in college you know like, i couldn't make him his his comfort meals i did when he was still back here before he had left um that before he had gone down you know so it's like just the idea of this comfort meal that your kid likes and wants yeah. to, to make like oh i love yeah my mama heart loved that oh yeah it was a cute mm. scene and then of course we can't stay all light and happy and fluffy for very long in this show no. so the next thing we do we see is robin talking about an incident where i guess she, the kids all wanted to do like a christmas exchange uh, with gifts robin. and robin was pushing for them to all do a video chat like on zoom because but because it about her and just couldn't let the kids do their fucking thing right and there was like freaking 30 kids like okay you try i can't get four of my friends together at the same time God. let alone 30 kids i know and so Peyton said one video chat is not going to change the fact that they don't have a relationship like all of the kids like some you know all together and then apparently that text, came, i want to see these text messages i know those so shit was spiraling out of control after that and everyone like, was talking shit about robin just like all of the resentments they have towards robin and her kids and then robin's like why does everybody hate me and my kids and of course her kids are mini robins that are like why does everybody reject us mm-hmm. you need to do some internal personal work okay on this right <laughs> so then robin's kids don't want to do the gift exchange anymore <laughs> but yeah yeah because nobody likes you and you don't like them like okay (laughs) yeah exactly well then we get into the discussion about ear piercings oh my god and the church's beliefs on ear piercings so cody said christine had two piercings in her ears and how he hated them so she she stopped wearing them years ago and then robin talks about how her dad took her to get ear piercings which is interesting since he was in the religion um but i don't know i don't understand that but whatever the broadcast will be right back 
And now back to the broadcast. This whole scene was so weird to me in the sense that like, okay, they made this really big deal out of this. And I don't know if it was like they were trying to make, you know, content or whatever, but it was like, it's creepy and weird in a lot of ways because so they're, they're, the religions, whatever their views on it's on, on, on ear piercing seemed to come from Mary's mom is where I tracked it in this conversation that like, oh, God, if God had wanted you to have holes in your ears, he would have put them there. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't know. Um, and so it became this thing where in order to show loyalty and love and respect to Cody, everybody had to not have ears pierced. It was like a meanwhile, a- Cody had an ear piercing in high school. Right. But Turned whatever. out he did in high school. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one level of it, which was like, okay, that's weird. Like it became this like symbol of the women showing their love and commitment by not wearing earrings. Um, okay, whatever. So then that then the other level of weird was the how big of a deal it was being they were making about about it. And I guess when in your religion is that weird about ear piercing, it would be a big deal. Okay, fine, whatever. But then, like, they're making this huge thing in this father-daughter date, and I love that that's happening, you know, you know, being married to a father of a daughter, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, love those kinds of things. But, like, and then one of the other kids came out on social media later how upset they were about this whole scene. Because he doesn't do this with them. He only does it Aww. with them. You know, oh, Isabel, your back surgery wasn't that important, but God forbid, you know, Aurora's ear piercing. You have to test for COVID to come to my house, but hey, you can go get your ears pierced in a public. And how piercing. much he loved it and she loved it. And their their whole relationship is weird to me. And not because of this, like, like the people who go into the, like the, oh, it's sexualized or whatever. Yeah. It is weird and creepy to me, but not in a sexual way, in in a loyal subjects way. Because he even said it. It's like, she's loyal to me. Yeah. He respects me. Yeah. And so he's like, got it right. He got it right with with Robin's kids, but not with the rest of his kids, right? For now. And they've also been like secluded from the world. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And she was wearing... Uh, oh god the the ring so um aurora is wearing what appears to be a clad out ring where i didn't see that yeah so she's got a ring on and i guarantee you i guarantee you it's a fucking purity ring if it's a clad oh ring, lord you know it is and you know her dad gave it to her because you know she's married to the lord and all that stuff and it's a clad out ring which is the same ring that the wives had that's why I'm like, oh, she, dad gave it to her. Yeah. You know that shit's a purity ring. It's fucking creepy as hell. And again, I'm not going to do a sexualized way with it. But the whole thing is just so weird to have that kind of a relationship with a parent-child, step-parent, step-child, whatever, where it's this loyal subject thing that's just very weird and I don't like it. I don't mm-hmm. like it. Okay, anyway. I agree. Anyway, we're almost done, right? Yeah. <laughs> so then we see Janelle and Christine talking about the things they do differently when Cody isn't around, like eating popcorn for dinner or letting the dogs on the couch and I don't know, have fun. <laughs> when Cody's not there. I, I like 
<laughs> like fun and sunshine and puppies like yeah what? exactly oh um and then they to continue to talk about whether or not janelle wants to continue having a relationship with cody and oh sorry that was a yawn uh, she says <laughs> there's a lot of moving pieces and her kids are like the main priority and him being very angry at that she's not sure what's going to happen um because his mentality is these kids need to respect me right and that takes us back to that conversation right so that's kind of the end of the episode but what really <laughs> looks interesting is what we see next time Previous. so on next week's episode we see cody yelling at janelle saying she cheated him out of time with the kids <laughs> and that she says and then she goes shut up and let me talk and he's like no no fucking mouth and let me talk like i want to hear janelle say that and i want to hear it unedited yes <laughs> i wonder if discovery plus is going to have it unedited i don't know yeah probably not uh, they are i don't know i don't know i would love it though yeah so that's kind of where we leave off yeah so things are gonna um start getting a little bit more spicy so i think we're kind of there like, I don't remember where exactly we left off season 17, like where in the year we were. Like, did had we just gotten through Thanksgiving and that was it? And we hadn't gotten I to Christmas? I do not know. I can't remember if we got to Christmas. Maybe I'll have to go watch the end of the last episode of season 17 just to remember where we left off. Because I want to remember, I want to know where we're going to start picking up new material. Yeah. On the show, right? You know, like so far, like everything is like, okay, we know that this was happening. This was we saw the other side of this. We saw the the Cody filming of this, you know. So now yeah. we're all like up to speed and now we're like, okay, we're on track to see the Janelle marriage go off the skids, which is mm-hmm. which hopefully fingers crossed, everything does go that way. And yeah, and it'll just be a Cody and uh Robin in a monogamous relationship. <laughs> Because Mary doesn't count. It's Mary doesn't count. Mary doesn't count. Um, so that it. That's it. That'll do. That'll do it for us today, you guys. Um, please. Uh, thank you guys. Well, thank you guys for joining us on our sister wives journey as we go into it. Um, and we will be getting these out on a regular basis after the show airs. All hours we're getting back to normal scheduling purposes now that we're like in fall and the kids are in school and um all these things um and then um yeah and we're we're going to continue our below deck coverage and we got below deck med coming out soon hey if you guys like us will you do us a favor and leave us a five-star review leave us a few notes about how much you like us that helps other people find us and we really want to get out there this season okay thanks everyone okay bye Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore.
Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.